0: Welcome to another episode of Subconscious Realms International Roundtable. I'm your host General Lee and for tonight in attendance so far we have uh, group from Australia and Dan the host and creator of End of Days Radio from the USA. Now then, gentlemen.
2: hey, you doing? Back again? Good
3: mate. Yeah, yeah. From the Broken Ruins.
2: <laughs> yeah i know ruins on fan down here yet <laughs> you okay dan
3: i'm i'm okay i'm just doing my typical intro from the broken hey, hey. Of Amazon, happy to be <laughs> so on the Conscious <laughs> realms round table
0: long time no speak dan
3: yeah yeah it's it's been it's been far too long it's it's so Sounds good nice. to be here with general lee the host of this wonderful show and Grub, as well, who I just met here on the line. It's very exciting to be here talking to these knowledgeable gentlemen.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah, I'll be, I'll I'll be, I'll be, I'll be sending the rays down. Uh, so the sun's up now, so. <laughs> oh, what time you guys are all dark over right? there, aren't you? Yes. Eight thirty. Eight
3: thirty. 30. Afternoon. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, you've still got a bit of sun over there, have you?
3: Yeah, it's uh, summer setting in fully and it's uh, midday, so I got the fan on and got the window open, got some natural sunlight coming in. It's uh, burning my skin because I am a vampire.
0: <laughs> it's half yeah. 11 at night here, eh? so it's dark. Nice and dark.
2: It's always dark in the UK. <laughs> it is, mate. It is. Lovely.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do you both, would you both like to introduce yourself,
3: please, before we begin? Let me
2: see what sure. get, yeah, I'll, I'll go second. There you go. Oh yeah, I'm I'm just a random bloke from um, from Australia. Living down under, enjoying the weather. <laughs> That's about it. Caught up caught up with these guys and uh, been blown away ever since and um, glad to uh, give some feedback. <laughs> to, well, cool. All the guests, everyone else. That uh, it.
0: <laughs> You're much more than just a random bloke, mate.
2: Oh, well, isn't that nice? <laughs> Get some fuzzies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dan?
3: Hello, I'm Daniel, host of End of Days Radio. Been broadcasting from Seattle, Washington. For over 10 years now, uh, people out there have probably caught wind of my shows or heard some of them at some point. I'm very much into researching the ancient mysteries as well as the Bible itself, extra books included. I love anything to do with the Illuminati, magic, supernatural, ghosts, goblins, and witches too. I'm I'm so glad to be here. These two wonderful gentlemen. I'm enjoying their accents already. Hopefully, I don't start talking that way midway through the broadcast. I have a habit of doing that. (laughs) I'll try to keep Americanized over here. And I'm I'm excited to be here because I know one thing, General Lee, he likes to go deep. He's he's a genuine researcher, he's not one of these guys who just you know wants to be famous or he wants to get attention for a little bit no he is he's the real deal he's deep diving i'd be surprised if he isn't getting gang stalked by all kinds of artificial intelligence and creepy homeless people (laughs) thanks you're
4: gonna
2: watch your phone lines you you don't you don't know who else is is uh Crawling down these phone lines while we're talking. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I was just saying then
0: to the uh, uh, last week, uh, there was three of us on the roundtable and we had a bit of interference and strange noises. And it was Raven, one of the, the the guests, he noticed there was five people in the call.
3: Yeah, I've I've had many experiences like that. It seems to happen when certain players come on, and it's, it's always kind of made so that it could be something natural, like the wind or just some random interference, or suddenly your internet goes down, or sometimes you even hear voices come on the line and things of that nature as well. It's, it's very creepy. It definitely has that ghost in the machine feel to it. And I know exactly what you're talking about. It seems to happen to many broadcasters. And to me, it's another form of what's known as gang stalking.
2: Yeah, it's pretty. Angry.
3: I'm not. I don't come much on
2: the on the on the lines like this, but uh, it seems that a lot of people that you talk to, the you know, same thing happens to them. Kind of uh, yeah. very interesting. It's, <laughs> it's fucking creepy. But I mean, you've got Raven. Yeah, you got Raven at the moment, um, inviting everyone else's unwanted entities to his <laughs> door, and then he's going to banish them. So uh, once he gets on the line, you don't know who else is going to be. Well, what else, you know what I mean? <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. You've got a whole a whole tribe following him.
2: Yeah. And I mean I mean, a lot of people that we talk to on here do you know, we're we're, we're all into different uh supernatural aspects of things. And God knows how many other people out there that actually practice Ouija boards or something. Yeah. And um yeah. they've got attached entities that love writing these lines.
3: <laughs> like
2: cowboys. Yeah. <laughs>
3: But it's it's always key to remember that what can be done can also be undone, and portals that are open can be closed, and we should not fear the deed of ill.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just, um, I think it's an inconvenience more than anything. You know, <laughs> <If> they spoke, <laughs> if they spoke and <laughs> said it would be different, but they don't.
3: Or some kind Bloody of
2: ref, Get get back into the box. Come on. Get out of the lines. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> get out of my head, damn it.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know if you've seen it lately. Um I think it came out yesterday. Um the new predator is called Prey.
3: Ooh, I oh, I want right. to see
0: that. Oh, you've got to see it down. Mm. Native Americans. So this predator is-, is um like lands over like a Native American um, like an area and starts picking them off.
3: I'm I'm wondering much- to myself how the hell are they gonna fight this thing? How are they I mean they just have what bows and arrows and stone axes yeah. and, and this is gonna get yeah. ugly for sure. Yeah,
0: quickly as well. Yeah it's, uh, I'm not a sparkly female which well worth watching.
2: What if they uh, were bring been... in a shaman aspect? Mm. Yeah, bringing a bit of magic into it—that that, mm. that would be fucking and spin, spin, the, spin the predator out, you know, rather than technology. Use a bit of a yeah, a bit bit of bit of soul bending or something. Yeah, I <laughs> like a shaman, that. A bit of skinwalker technology. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, skinwalkers are tech at home,
2: they eh? That that would that would be alright. Eh? Yeah, get on sassy. <laughs> <laughs> Sassy the
0: Sasquatch, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. have you Dan, I don't know if I've asked you before, but have you got any um, experience with or any knowledge of skinwalkers?
3: Sure, I happen to be one. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a closet, mate. He's man. got like
2: a closet of different <laughs> different coats, different skins, yeah.
3: Well, think of it this way. Like, a skinwalker is just a person that has awakened.
0: Yeah, I guess yeah. so, yeah.
3: I mean, it can't all I've be, be like... the same idea in there. ...evil stuff, could it?
0: I think it's a huge misconception as well, myself. Um, the old god on evil. Uh, so, I mean, what is evil?
3: whatever the Catholic Church tells us is evil.
0: Yeah, I mean, for example, Mm, yeah. would you say somebody who goes hunting paedophiles and texts them out would be an evil person?
3: He'd be extremely good in my eyes. Exactly. A hero. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think there was
0: uh, a bloke in Canada um who did that? I thought, What's his name now? Just try and find him now.
3: Oh, um, George Knapp.
2: The truth you move in there, isn't
3: it? <laughs> <laughs> have you have you guys uh read the book skin ranch or or seen some of the documentaries
0: um i've seen the history channel
3: i think on
0: the history channel. or the
3: travel channel history or travel channel i'm not sure which one yeah i've seen, seen um
2: that, right? yeah i've seen lots of different stuff over the years um but it's, it's starting to get more cleaner now a bit more of an understanding even even uh uh, for, missing four one one. He's actually doing a day by day breakdown of each episode too, and he's pointing out like, why didn't they say this? Why didn't they ask that? Why where, where did where did that footage go? They did this experiment, pay that much money, and that's all they got. Well, what they say? So he's bringing out questions. A lot of people are putting them through the ringer because we're doing what we're doing on the side and and yeah, you know, doing our own research and kind of <laughs> putting them on the spot for their. Shitty explanations. <laughs> yeah. so It's it's really getting mixed up now. Um, but the fact is, though, that the, the idea of a skinwalker isn't just that skinwalker ranch. It's an ancient, almost as synonymous as a sorcerer. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's, 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 it's kind true. of, it's, it's not necessarily just there. There It was in other cultures as well, the idea of changing um or mor- yeah, morphing into, into different animals but it was a very ancient magic it was it was like a very um how can i say like long long before noah and, and, and adam and eve it was the kind of the original same magic you know like the ancestors when they talk about ancestors they're not talking about their grand grandparents and whatnot they're talking about the rocks and the trees because that's, that was us, you know, that's our end. That's where we came from. It came from the creation. And so to morph into some of these other rock, you could, you should be able to morph into a rock. I mean, these other spirits do it, you know? So the shamans do the same thing. So, yeah, I mean, for the Utes, they say that this particular skinwalker was like a, you know, it's a curse. They did it in a way that was meant to be, um, The the intention was was pretty creepy. (laughs) That wasn't, yeah, you know. So it was had revenge around it, you know. So maybe that's a different type of persona or a different type of skinwalker or something.
3: I find it interesting. It was. I find it interesting that in Hindu mythology, some of the gods, perhaps all of them, they incarnate in different forms. It makes me wonder about a bodiless being that's higher dimensional incarnating down into our reality and really whatever form it chooses.
2: It's almost like um, precipitation, isn't it? They almost precipitate out. They get too dense and then collapse into our reality almost. Like a fall. But exactly. <laughs> like a rain. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like they... Uh, Yeah, they literally become too dense, their light becomes too dense and they become physical and then they do certain things here that either make them more dense and or may allow them to, you know, travel back up and start the cycle again. So, yeah, I I was just listening to something today, referring to all these actual uh, gods and Thoth and whatnot. They actually reincarnate into something.
3: There's also a long history of people seeing apparitions of just ahead like all of a sudden a shining head will appear and start talking and telling people things. I find that to be extremely creepy.
0: Sounds fucked up. I imagine now.
3: <laughs> I'd punch it.
4: Get out of my face! Oh!
2: <laughs> Sticking the head through the veil. <laughs> 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 On stage, turn left. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: there's, uh, there's just so much that we don't know. Or we can't understand it. Yeah like come mm-hmm.
3: okay. Oh yeah uh, I was about to say that um a lot of people are kind of stuck in that binary thinking of this or that either or like it's just got to be the aliens or it's just got to be the ghost or the demons but it could be all three and there could be an infinite number of intelligent beings out there and we can't get sucked into these paradigms that are exclusive because they are not the truth.
0: Um, I mean, people don't understand something. It gets demonised almost straight away. Yeah,
3: there's it's, a
2: wild, it's amazing how we managed to get. It's 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 amazing that they say that uh, pretty much all of our language, technology, and art came from these entities. Yeah, it's, um, that's 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 kind of. I mean, we've got musical scale, but they've got flutes that were you know. 20,000, 17,000 year old flutes you know, and I know they were harmonically tuned. They weren't just like out of tune, you know? So they like, I don't think, I, I don't think we could possibly grasp the way that people used to think back then because they were just as complicated and as, as emotional as we are today, like they're modern humans. So they had to fulfill all those needs and desires that we have today. There's no difference. So how extravagant was their just word of mouth and natural law that they had, you know, it would have been fucking pretty, pretty complex. But they, I remember just recently they're talking about some of these cave paintings and they're like, oh, they always, they always talk about, oh, these people are painting daily, daily things, right? I mean, what the things that we do daily that we could like write in our diary that we could paint on a wall, there would not be enough space. There wouldn't be enough cliffs and caves to paint on, you know? Yeah. But it seems to only be a very small amount painted with only, it looks like it's like an everyday thing, you know, hunting hunting some gizzle or something. But w- why, like, it, it can't, that's, I don't think that's the case. Eh? They're not, that's not what they're painting. And even to the point where maybe they were not allowed to ever paint any person, it was like a, a curse if you, if you replicated someone's image or say someone's name that had died. The Aboriginal cultures in Australia, you can't – they they don't like showing images of past people that have died. They don't like to bring up their name and all these other things because it, it, it bothers their spirit. And that's, that's an ancient way of thinking. And I don't see enough cave paintings around to kind of suggest that there were just like simple people painting what they did that day on the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, they, like, it would have been pretty extravagant their style of uh, like, like everything, every finger movement that you that you make was would have been judged. You know, it was kind of like a a language almost. You know, your your movements, the way that you carried yourself, was a language. They didn't need writing. It was kind of was, the language was everything yeah. around you. So, I think they they yeah, I don't I don't think we could possibly ever put our mindset into their way of thinking. The, the ancients. You know?
3: I wonder, if but tonight, to I wonder if in the future they're going to dig up like our old action figures and figurines, like a like a Batman action figure, and think, "Oh, that was the god back then." Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <That's right.
0: laughs> oh, uh, the uh, the dude in Canada was a pedophile hunter, Justin Payne. And for two oh, years, yeah. he um, went to, you know, sort out those that had uh, committed such a fucking disgusting crime. But
2: anyway, no, I think sorry. it's still a sin. It's, 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 it's still a sin, I guess. I mean, in, 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 I don't know. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, the whole idea of government, getting the government executed, is kind of you're getting another entity. To, to fulfill that action but i mean for me uh,
0: uh, it should just be straight um death penalty straight away that's just my opinion because somebody like that is not uh, capable of being
2: in amongst our society on the other side of the coin but. Out of out of your need to to want to to kill this person, so they 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 give you the device to you know they, they give you the lever to pull, right? So you pull the lever, and then later on in the future you realize it was the wrong thing to do, or you get judged, you know, in you know or on the other side, you know, if all this shit's legit, right? Wouldn't it suck that this this evil human being still managed to be able to suck your soul down with him as well? Yeah, I get that,
3: yeah. That's a yeah. good point. Yeah. Mm. That's kind of like, yeah, some
2: comic book. Damn
0: it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like Superman can never kill anybody, otherwise he'll become like a villain and he'll, you know, I, I'm sure you guys have seen like some of those alternate realities, kind of like the show Um The Boys, it's kind of like an evil Superman. Mm. Yeah, yes. you
0: have
2: the, you seen uh, The Boys, uh, mate?
0: Uh, the Miriam thing. <laughs> have you watched The Boys, that? No. you've seen it, Don, I'm presuming you have, the whole oh,
3: Yes, I, I really like that show. It's, yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's brilliant. I think there's something to it because I've had experiences where it was almost like I was being tempted, tempted into anger, tempted into rage, tempted into revenge. And if you mm. take revenge, sometimes it, it, you know, it just gets worse and worse and snowballs. Next thing you know, innocent people yeah. are being pulled into it. Kids are being pulled into it, and you just care less and less because you're. It's more about getting even than it is about doing the right thing.
0: Yeah. Right. Yes, yeah. mate. yeah.
2: Yeah. There's information, knowledge, and then there's wisdom. <laughs>
3: Sometimes you have to swallow your pride and just let something go, even if it you know it's going to bug you for a while,
2: yeah, that's right, yeah, I mean it, it, raping kids is pretty fucking hard to let go of, <laughs> it's like, yeah yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's hard to pass it up, you know, but what do we do you know like I mean, I mean well, look, you've got these people doing s r i yeah they're doing some pretty horrific things out there, and they're able to actually you know soul split people will completely brainwash them. So why not do that instead? Is that, is that a possibility, you know? Is that something worth, worth, worth trying rather than, you know, you, you make them <laughs> – basically, you know, you've got these people that will be – they'll see a polka dot dress and then they have to go out and assassinate the president. Why <laughs> can't you make these people the same kind of thing? They see a child and they just curl up in the fetal position and freak out, you know what I mean? They're living uh, a nightmare. I still say, "Fucking kill them, yeah. kill them all." Very <laughs> you well. Know, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a tricky one, isn't it? I mean, the execution's been around for a
3: long time. Do we have someone joining? Execution join us? Of, of.
2: I think I recognise that boy.
3: Hey,
1: Raven. Hey guys, what do I mean?
0: <laughs> oh, you are right, mate.
1: Yeah, I'm doing well, doing well. That Mr. Mom job is is not an easy one.
0: (laughs) 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 So we've got, uh, you know, Rob, mate, and we've got uh, Dan from he's the host and creator of End of Days Radio with us.
1: Good to meet you, Randy. Nice to meet you.
0: We've just been talking about what kind of
1: trouble we're getting into tonight.
0: Well, we've just been talking about um, pedophiles, and, and I mean, me personally, I think that they should be killed. Bring back death penalty and kill them. Or maybe we should swerve away from this.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, there's a tribe here in the United States that, when they, I don't know if they still do it, but when they when they caught somebody doing something like that, including rape. They used to stake them out, and they would put elk scent on them. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. And if elk they survived it, yeah, uh, you know what an elk is, right? Yeah. Well, they put the female scent. They would put the female scent on them and stake them out. And if they survived it, they still got exiled.
3: I like that. One way of doing it in it. It's <laughs> justice, isn't it? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> sort of a male like, outcome so, or something I'd have, some,
1: I'd have to find me some badger or some wolverine scent
3: Sasquatch, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but yes that's how they did it and here where i live at um up until about i don't know um 20 years ago, it it was still being done, but if somebody beat their wife up for no reason, somebody raped somebody, um, they got one warning. The second time, you didn't see them again.
0: Yeah, that's um, understandable. Again, it's just one of those crimes, isn't it, where there's no
2: excuse for it. Yeah, I heard of... um, Yeah, there there was an instant here where uh, uh, an Aboriginal man had beat his wife to death. Um the 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 government court systems so, or you know the Australian they went through the Australian court systems and then they put him on bail and he was basically from Aboriginal trial it was you're you're banished, you you gotta leave. And he came back and yeah, he disappeared. <laughs> as soon as he entered back into the territory they grabbed him and yeah. Did tribal justice. So it, the yeah. tribal justice today is still lying. Yeah. It's it's kind of not spoken. But the the Australian court systems out there do allow certain things to pass.
0: Is <laughs> tribal justice uh, death, group?
2: Not in all cases. Um, there's corporal right. punishment. And then there's you, you, they they put the spear through the thigh. A spear. You're going to kneel and they grab a spear and they shove it through the... You Know your upper thigh right in the middle,
0: oh, oh. So, <laughs> yeah.
2: and you gotta, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the corporal punishment. And there's um, there's scarring, it there tends to be a bit of scarring, um, but that's also you know, ceremonial as well. But you, you know, if you got a certain scar, it meant a certain thing, you know, yes, hmm. they, they, so, they used to do that here too, they would. They would brand
1: somebody, and depending on where the mark was at and what it looked like, everybody would know what they were mm. and what they. That's
3: right. I was like yeah. castrated pedophiles.
0: Yes, that would be a good one. That good shout.
3: With the mini gear team.
2: Don't, don't they do it in some... Uh, <laughs> fucking mousetraps? <laughs> <some, probably, laughs> don't they
0: do it in some, uh, some cultures? Like Back you know, when
2: African you tribes are in India. India, actually, sure no, I think they're going to do that know? recently. Yeah, there's a big great problem at the moment in, in India and they are clicking it. The, the public is becoming more technologically advanced. They're getting onto Twitter. A lot of them, you know, you can see a lot of, in the, um, what was it, the computer engineering space in America all over the world, a lot of them are Indians. So they're all there getting pretty woke and they're not putting up with this shit anymore because it was pretty bad. There was, a, there was a, <clears throat> a rape case down in South Africa, which is fucking huge in South Africa too. And they were filming a, uh, a video for a, for a song at a mine and these illegal miners came out and just grabbed them, robbed them all, and raped all the girls, and left all the white people alone. So they raped all the Indian girls and the uh, the African girls. And now they're after them. Now they're getting like full helicopters, and they're getting like the whole fucking the whole the whole country's after these people now. <laughs> and I think they yeah, want to do that. Absolutely. I know they do that in India and South America, <laughs> South Africa. They do the uh, yeah. I don't know whether it's chemical or. Mini-miniature many, many guillotine or not, but <laughs> they're talking they're, they're about it. Yeah, they're going. I think a bunch uh, get executed too in, in India. Japan as well, I think. There's still execution in Japan. Well, you know,
1: back in the day when you could speak your mind, I used to say that uh, what you do is you get a flat piece of wood and you cut a hole in it, you pull their junk through, spray the other side with gasoline, and give them a really dull plastic butter knife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus,
1: <laughs> hey, yeah, you got a choice <laughs> but uh I you know the only difference it, but uh, i've got i've got a psychology degree and the only difference between a rapist and a serial killer is that they haven't killed yet y'all realize realize that right and it's the same thing with the pedophile, pedophile yeah um the, a pedophile, that particular sociopathy that they have, that psychopathy that they have, um, once they kill, then they're a serial killer. Now, some some never step over that line, but they're only like they're only like a, a half a half a millimeter or a half a centimeter away from millimeter, half a millimeter from stepping over that
3: line every time they rape somebody, or in the case of a pedophile, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, and that they're decide- already stepping, stepping over several lines already. So what's just going like a couple more feet or a couple more steps. That makes sense. Yeah, Yeah,
2: I think it's a big step from killing the person to, um, to trying to do something and run away, but, um, it's, it's, I, I how impulsive is it to begin the process?
4: Yeah. Like how how what? how
2: much? How is it? Is it a self control thing, or is it a? I mean, if it's in war, it used to be used as a weapon, as opposed to just like a, you know, a lone wolf kind of going on his own way kind of thing. But what kind of uh, uh, addiction? You know, what what kind of craving is it that makes them go through that cycle in the mind to then commit these things? Well.
3: What what
2: mind cycle that drives them to it? You know,
3: I think it's something well, demonic.
2: Yeah, there's that
1: too.
3: <laughs> why are all these satanist people and these Luciferians and these witches? Why are they so into messing around with kids and torturing them and all that? there's, there's got to be something just devilish and supernatural about it.
0: Yeah, you've got a point
1: then. Well, and the other thing, too, is is a lot of these people were abused themselves, and they had that psychological break at a young age. Um, I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, when you talk about pedophiles, if they can get to them young, then uh, you can cause a psychological break that they may or may not recover from.
0: Yeah, it's like grooming, in a way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's basically MK Ultra or Tavistock, you know?
3: Yeah. Yeah, they know how to use that um, psychology to uh, yeah, to their advantage. They, they combine it or, or it has something to do with their magic and their hypnosis and all that. And they know how to kind of bre- break you down and, and turn you into a slave.
2: I wonder how often it happens by sheer accident during people's lives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of like a, just a traumatic event or like a something they see when they're young or you know, when a, when a grandparent dies or something like this. And then how it's, it's, it's not treated or how it's maybe open until that kind of part of the mind is closed. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If, I mean, yeah. if you can do it under, under controlled circumstances, how often does it happen just in everyday life, you know? Because mm-hmm. we don't understand it. We're not taught these things that there might be an incident, say, you know, <clears throat> you're five years old, you go to someone's funeral and it sticks there and then it's open until it's closed. So uh, like for whatever, like you, 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 um, what's the word? You kind of come to terms with it. You know what I mean? You close that door, but in between that period, you forget a lot of things or a lot of other things come through or are distorted. Your, your way of thinking and understanding things is distorted. And when you close that door that's kind of all locked into place yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so you just self-programmed yourself by without even knowing you. Know? <laughs> well you know lot
1: of times Sorry, that
0: child-
1: on, right, brother. Um, A lot of times that childhood trauma, you know that's where you get your drinking from and your drugs and your illicit sexual behaviors and, and your self-destructive things. Um, something gets in that little gap, even if you're not aware of it. And, uh, until you figure out a way to deal with it, then that gap is there. And, you know, other people can, other people can influence you using that gap, but we have all these other things around us that do the same thing. Like the I think,
2: yeah. Um, you were, you, uh, sorry, the, um, uh, at the, the end of our days was, was mentioning about how your accent might change during the conversation. <laughs> Is that not a, a very similar, similar kind of thing? You know, we're kind of like a subconscious, uh, subconsciously program. trying to relate to each other. Yeah,
3: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's actually I in actually, our accents.
2: It's actually in our language. <laughs> yeah,
3: I actually believe that the evening news is purposely traumatizing us on a more subtle level in order to do basically the same thing. And these uh, controllers, you know, whoever they might be, constantly do that. They try to traumatize society in order to bend us to their will. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, yes. It's definitely- Every psychological- news reporter. Yeah, they all talk the same, don't they?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely psychological warfare when you start talking about television. And then you know they create Stockholm syndrome because people have to go back and get their fix. They they get addicted to it, so they're constantly getting that new hit of fear and anxiousness and anxiety, and then they have to go back and get more because they're they're getting let down off of it. You know, um, it, it's it's a it's a horrible, horrible process. But they figured it out a long
3: time ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, they know they know what they're doing.
3: It like might do have been we, taught, taught to them by extraterrestrials or or uh, fallen angels. Who knows? See, if we use it for positive
2: things, though, is it mm-hmm. is it still manipulation? Is it is it is it still not truth? You know, is it still, or do we teach individual people how to how how to control it, how not to? I guess it's it's very similar to peer pressure, isn't it? You know, trying to connect into society. So in a way, like you're isolating yourself if you're trying to resist yourself from it as well but that's I mean, why we need killing yeah it, we, we, we need to know what it is what the fuck this shit is <laughs> otherwise this, yeah. all these cycles are never going to end are they the more we go I think it's
3: yeah, to the light yeah yeah
0: a lot of it's the, intent and the intention about behind everything because we're all different yeah all that's together. it's, it's a, a pure knowing of that yeah. different. Yeah, I
1: haven't had a television in a decade. Yeah, I've stopped. I've stopped. It's wonderful. Um,
2: I wouldn't say that long though. But yeah, uh,
1: let me let me correct myself. I haven't had television hooked to cable or satellite or anything like that. I have a TV that I play things that I want to watch on them, but I don't get commercials or any of that other garbage, including the news.
2: I, I had to subscribe to YouTube <laughs> I had to subscribe I couldn't stand the fucking ads eh? like <laughs> so so we've got we've got the family one on uh, on YouTube but it's um yeah it, it makes it yeah I, I can I can churn through a lot more stuff a lot more yeah you know, podcast content stuff like that that I actually go out and search for I never use any of the algorithms just it makes it hard to look for things though but I spend a good maybe yeah 20 minutes just scrolling through videos. Just scrolling, just scrolling, and then change the title to try to break the algorithm, to try to break through something, to get something to pop up, you know, because sometimes it's worth it. They all promised, you know, you get Foxtel 20 years ago, and there's no ads. And now you get Foxtel, and it's ads. And it's like, what the fuck am I paying for then? It's just fucking bullshit. <laughs> I grew up in an era where just everywhere was ads, man. And, like, mm. now I'll, I'll pay that, like, 12 whatever it is, $12 or fucking something a month to be able to get all this other stuff they might be trying to feed me all this other shit as well like don't get me wrong but it's um uh
3: i don't know i, I can't fucking stand ads eh? <laughs> there's some good stuff on there i mean if you if you like alternate history and supernatural stuff like once you start getting into those videos a lot of it will come in your your suggestions on your homepage. And if you look at enough of them, you can get some a pretty good uh, smorgasbord of stuff you're interested in. You know, mm. daily, and it's it's kind of a magic in itself. You know, when you accidentally stumble on one of those videos, it blows your mind. I'm sure this show is going to be posted somewhere, <laughs> and people will stumble upon it, and it'll blow their mind and inspire them to dig deep and research. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: Better than the yeah,
1: They'll be trying to figure out what kind of flat board (laughs) to (coughs) use. To me, it's like I I use YouTube. And you'd think if their algorithms were so great, they would quit putting, you know, history channel and science channel and CNN crap in my feed because they know I'm not going to click on it. Um, But I have this—I have this philosophy with YouTube. Anytime they put uh, slipstream media feeds in my uh, recommended list, I, I report it as spam. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I well, know that. If it does come up, you know there's something sus about it too. If you do a spe- specific search and then all of a sudden the top ten pages is fucking mainstream stuff, you know there's something up with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can find the running thread through them all, and then you can, you know, you flip it the other way, and you're like, "No, nah, now nah, this is starting to make sense."
3: <laughs> yeah, it's Ooh. it's funny because you know that the uh, the the bots and the censorship is on YouTube too. I mean, they're I think they're are they owned by Google, so you're gonna have some definite filters and stuff in place there. Yeah,
0: yeah, this, uh, too, yeah. There's just too many adverts on YouTube, in, in my opinion. I think that's why people want to monetize stuff on there as well because
2: I'm presuming they get paid for each ad where what goes on. Yeah, I'm not You're sure. That not really with you watch. Me. I think as, as I pay you, every subscriber I go to, I think it's a a percentage of what I um what I pay each month. So we, I'm not sure, mate. We got it like on on five devices or something. So we use a TV, but we just put the you know the YouTube or you know it's all digital. But um, the subscribers or the videos that I watch, there's a percentage that goes to the people that I subscribe to. You know what I mean? So that's why I don't get ads, but the creators still get paid. Oh, I wonder why I'm getting pounded on them. Then every time I watch
0: them, it's like every five minutes.
2: no, see so yeah, if Doesn't if hurt. you if you get the subscription, there's no there's no fucking ads, yeah. man. I I haven't seen an ad in right. five years. <laughs> I right. spit right. out no. I'm like, what's what's this thing? What's this yellow bar? Oh, <laughs> man, what
3: what I noticed is they purposely <laughs> put out like fake videos to make people think supernatural stuff is fake. Like I've seen like videos of shadow <laughs> people and things like that, Sasquatch that look very real, and then suddenly they'll disappear. And then you'll see all these videos pop up where it's kind of the same, but instead it looks like some crappy CGI image or it mm, looks like a pocket. Mm. Like they actually try to hide the existence of the supernatural and keep us anchored to this boring, materialistic, bland, base reality that keeps yep. everybody focused on drinking caffeine and going to work.
2: Mm. Yeah, they want they 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 love making it matter. Like as in like um materialistic matter, like that there is no energy fields. There is no fields. Everything is just matter, you know? Mm. The, yeah, there's a, there's a big, I think, even, even if you look at the Skinwalker Ranch thing and, and the UAPs and all this stuff, they'll only bring up experiences where there is a, like, it's on two different radars and it's seen by three different eyes. <clears throat> and I think that's to remove the whole, like, if, if, if this thing happened to disappear halfway through, they wouldn't show that footage. They would like remove that spiritual aspect, or that, or that metaphysical aspect out of out of their investigations. You know what I mean? Yep. They're totally removing the frequency based, the the field based, the um, wavelength stuff out of the picture and keeping it materialistic. They're only going to show UFOs that have been seen in the three D physical materialistic world. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. You could yeah. have like. You could have actual demons mocking you daily, like possessing homeless people and using bots to like screw with you. And nobody can see it but you because they don't believe it's possible. So even if you show them evidence and stick in front of their face, they'll just forget about it in like 15 minutes and they'll just go back to their. Oh, same. we've already got
2: the maths for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we don't need to work on that anymore. We've already got the mathematics to work that out. That's what they told you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Oh, we've already worked that Funny. out. We don't need. Well, why do we need to redo that?
1: The <laughs> thing with me is, it's like, yeah, you, you have take take the religions for example. They will acknowledge that there are demons and that there are angels, and they completely ignore the fact that in their own text it says that there are other things amongst us. And if you try to mention other things amongst us, they you think you're Stark Raven lunatic. <laughs> When their own books talk about it, it's like, what?
3: <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of one thing that fascinates me about Native American tribes is their knowledge is passed verbally you know, um, by, down the ancestral lines. So the, you're not going to get it in a book or online or anything like that. They still have the same knowledge that they had many, many uh, centuries ago, and they don't, they don't share it with outsiders. You'll, you'll have to, you know, you'll only randomly hear bits and pieces of it throughout your life.
0: Raven mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, is um, Cherokee.
3: Oh wow, that's uh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, um, there's things that I share that I probably shouldn't, <laughs> but there are things that I don't talk about.
2: there's a reason I like, I'd like that to too. My show someday. That's that's why ancient heritage is, is still around today. Because they follow those rules, and they've been set in place long ago. <laughs> so that's why, you know, like an Aboriginal culture can turn around and go, "Yeah, our culture's been thriving for forty thousand years."
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: because some things you don't talk about. <laughs> exactly. you know, some things are some things are just and there's unbeknownst <laughs> to us that we cannot never understand, even if they tell us. We won't understand it, but on a medic metaphys- on a, on another level, with like like you know, open a portal, you know, unbalance the world somehow. if we know this knowledge. Something secret. about yeah,
3: the- and blood, blood and DNA. <laughs> yeah, even today, the scientists
2: they uh, you get a lot of um, archaeologists and and um, uh, heaps of different uh, science over here in Australia. Involves Aboriginals and their culture, and they go out on country and they walk around, whatever, and they tell them their stories and stuff. And it's come to a point now where they just go, We don't, we don't just, we don't talk about a, a year that they started here. It's, they've seen enough to just be gobsmacked, but they just don't write it into their academia, if you know what I mean? They know when they go out on country with them, they know that they've been here like forever like literally they would have been here forever, not just a hundred thousand years or this and that. It's just, they have been here forever. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way they talk about it with them. Now <laughs> you actually hear them talk about it. They go, we don't, we, you know, we don't academia. doesn't accept it like this, but when we're out here, we, we know in our heart of hearts that these motherfuckers have been here forever.
3: <laughs> well, in like Western society, it's split. You have your, exoteric levels like the ignorant masses and then you know the the rich families they hoard the supernatural knowledge whereas in um in tribes exotic tribes that aren't part of general society they do it different they just tell everybody versus having those uh, secret societies and things like that hoarding the truth and the um the magic and things of that nature yeah that's right so So i kept it divided
2: i think Keep it divided, then, and no one can actually take total control. That's it. That is it.
3: <laughs> knowledge is power.
0: It is knowledge is power. Down. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh...
1: you know, uh, give you a really good example is is uh, I'm very very good with herbs and roots and leaves and berries and things like that, flowers. But uh, we have some families that they have a very specific medicine and they will not teach anybody outside the family how that medicine is made because it gives them a foothold with the tribe. Now, it's not being greedy, it's, it's it, keeping yourself needed, I guess is a word. Um, you know, for me, somebody comes to me and asks me for something, I'll make it for them but I won't tell them
3: what I did. <laughs> <laughs> it,
2: it
4: also changed Yeah. design. For me going oh, out yeah, and
2: eating strong. the local stuff here, uh, um, as soon as I found some some root, uh, root stock, like they were tubers from a particular vine, mm-hmm. as soon as I got my hands on them and I ate them, shit, shit changed, I don't know. <laughs> as soon as I started eating, going out, and getting like uh, some of these superfoods and you know, you know bush Tucker stuff, native foods, fucking life changed. Eh, it was that was pretty amazing. I don't know what it was. Frequencies I, I think or about, vitamin, yeah. pure, real, natural vitamins, straight. Out, I don't know. She, she. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a lot happier now. <laughs> it's just generally happier. Yeah, being
3: that's extremely healthy, right. it's kind of like
2: buzz buzz. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Maybe it's just the buzz here. Maybe it's just excited about it, but it's – no, it's it's definitely um, to do your own research and then – because, I mean, we're told here that everything will kill you, you know? And then to finally do some research and then go out and go, hang on a minute. now you can eat this shit. <laughs> you know? And then go, oh, gee, this shit's not bad, eh? <laughs> and then finding all this other stuff and it's like fucking half the shit out there you can eat. It's not going to kill you. I mean, you know, water can kill you, you know? But um, – If you know your stuff, um, but there is, there is some other things I'm not going to touch yet. And I want to get deeper into um, some of the other knowledges behind these particular foods. Cause I mean, you could go out, research, go out and then eat them and get the benefits of it. But you're not knowing a deeper kind of uh, esoteric knowledge about them, you know, which would come from, um, yeah, the natives from the area. And yeah, we're very scattered around this way. So it's, it's a little bit difficult to find that kind of knowledge and whether someone's going to hand it to you or not. Like if you eat the roots, you get the roots in this season, because if you get it in the other seasons and you keep eating that stuff, there might be arsenic in there. Mm -hmm. And then there might also be other stories behind that, that, you know, if you do have it, you can actually use it for an abortion. Huh. Or if you use this particular ear, uh, this this medicine for your ear, if you've got a sore ear, you can only use that for women. You can't use that for men. And then there's other layers on that where you go, well, why is that? And they'll have this story for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's the bit yep. that I want to know because it's not just the story about, you know, a, a fairy tale about why you know boys and girls in their ears. It's there's there's actual other parts of knowledge in that as well that might involve. Um, where that knowledge came from, how old that knowledge is, uh, um, it might also have something else in there about pregnancy. You know what I mean? Where, where, like, if you're a female and you're going to use this particular medicine, you need to bring you around this particular area when you do it. Cause if you're not, you're not going to have your native spirits come and help you. <laughs> And that's the reason why you've got to do it that, that way. You know what I mean? So there's other all these other layers of knowledge within just eating that particular fruit or root or whatever it is. I think uh, I Raven would be wondered. able to explain deeper on that. But
3: <laughs> Any thoughts on that, Raven?
1: You know, for me, I've
3: got a garden
1: and I've got my flower, <laughs> excuse me, i got my wildflower patch and I've got some other plants that just grow naturally. And for me, A lot of it has to do with the way you harvest it and your intention when you harvest it. Um, I don't know how to explain that any differently. Um, You know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you're just you're just growing, you know, snap beans out here in the yard. But the thing about it is, is when I go to harvest them, snap beans, first thing in my mind is, is these are fresh. The ground, the land gave it to me. (laughs) Excuse me. (coughs) I had to cut grass today and and my allergies are. But anyway, uh, so when you harvest this food, your intention, you know, I've got clean food that was given to me by the land. Now, I had to work to put it in there, but I didn't have to do any work to get it back. Um, A lot of things that you do that way, it's your intention. Um, I can go harvest something for, for men's medicine. And when I harvest it, my intention is for that person. If I went and used his mm. medicine, if I used his medicine that I harvested for him and gave it to a woman that I knew that that medicine was good for, it would make her sick. I don't know how to explain that, mm. but it, it's true um, if if I even though it's the same root and the same flower, if I harvested it with the intention of giving it to a male who had an issue, and he didn't get here quick enough, but a lady came up and I had those two things that would work for her because they weren't male and female. If I gave it to her, it would likely make her more sick than she already is. Because I intended it for him. Does that make sense? Yeah, Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that
3: actually makes me that's wonder. Magic, man. That, yeah. yeah, I wonder if um, you know, nowadays we have all this technology being thrown at us and all this hypnotic sort of news and programming and stuff like that I, I feel like they're trying to pull us out of that subtle nature of of like the forest and nature itself that they they want us to disconnect from those subtle effects that things have on us and we have on them they just want us all to be completely numb to it and just lost in this virtual world
2: well I mean look at that's exactly world. what I did to the Aboriginals <laughs> First thing they did to the Aboriginals is yeah, to break all those systems down and then bring them into into Western society. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. Okay. Well, and they and they, did, they did the same thing here, um,
1: you know, and and they even here they relocated too. So where you were used to living at and the, the plants mm-hmm. and the animals and everything else that was here that you had a connection to, you no longer had that connection because they would move you five, six, seven. You know, a thousand, twelve hundred miles away, completely different
2: environment.
3: Oh mm. yeah, true. Mm. I never thought of that. Mm. They tried
2: They did that with uh, the Aboriginals here. Uh, that's that's why if they had war, that would, and someone else came in and displaced them, that's when they'd have troubles because they wouldn't be sharing their knowledge. So a lot of the, a lot of them, by splitting up the knowledge between everybody, in Australia, everyone had trade. So they found plants from a, from Sydney that are only unique to Sydney, and they found them in Perth in Western Australia. And that's like mm-hmm. four thousand kilometers away. So the trade was there, right? They all knew each other's national story, like their their heritage story, their ancestors. By knowing that, they should be able to travel anywhere and know the song lines, and the song lines would tell them what to be able to eat. So they, some of the tribes here, they did try to do that and didn't matter where they moved them. They, they couldn't really enslave Aboriginals. They just – there was nothing you could take from them that they didn't need, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. So some of them they did, they actually put them out into an island and they just um, confederated, gave all their knowledges together and started a new dreaming on the island. <laughs> I think it was Kangaroo Island, I think, or Fraser Island was a community of Aboriginals that were from the mainland and from the Pungalung tribe around where the stone circles were found in Quet- uh, kind of north New South Wales. And now, because of today, there is still some on the mainland, so they're starting their tribe lines again because they confederated. Nice. Right. Yeah, cool. But cool. Uh, up, in, up in Darwin...
3: Way- so, sorry,
2: go, go, on, go, yeah. sorry, go
0: on. On, okay. oh, up
2: in up up in uh, Northern Territory, when Westerners came, um, they were still warring, and the only reason that that they stopped warring was because the buffalo and the cattle came through and destroyed the land that they were fighting over. Really? <laughs> that actually stopped the war. Yeah, yeah. So there was there there was a lot lost. Majority of it was lost, to be honest. But. Um, yeah, in in some regards they did confederize and understand that they needed to share their their, their knowledge to continue the line and then eventually down the line reconglomerate all together again and that's what they're trying to do now yeah. actually I think they're doing that in collaboration with a lot of the the Hopies as well in, in America mm-hmm. some of the South American tribes
1: interesting.
2: Interesting. yeah there's a, there's a big uh, big big confederation going on even even with the Hindis, some of the some of the Hindi which you know, I'm starting to understand now isn't actually a religion. <laughs> the, H- the Hindus is a people, <laughs> so even, yeah. even some of the ancient Hindus are, are involved with a lot of this too. And and the, and actually, I think now this is why you notice the Pope wearing a lot of this iconography. Even the Pope is actually trying to. I, I think they want to orchestrate this this whole you know the Mother Earth, the whole um, uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Mother, rather than the Holy Spirit. And they're trying to reassociate. And I think maybe the church might be trying to take over this. The whole, you know, the um, Raven might be to clarify this, the Rainbow Warrior. The Rainbow mm-hmm. Warrior is supposed to be American and Indian yeah. thing, which is supposed to arrive now. And then now you've got these hijackers, these name stealers, again, taking the flag and taking this movement of the tribes making themselves a new dreaming and involving us in their dreaming. And instead the church is going to take it over and be the instigator of it. <laughs>
1: Well, you you can't, you can't do what is natural through artifice and they haven't learned that lesson in all this time. Um, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's that simple. You can't do what is natural through artifice. And as long as they try to insert a fake and a fraud, people pick up on it and they just walk away from it or the ones that are supposed to anyway yeah for me, you talk about writing writing a new song when you when you travel or when you have to go somewhere new. I've been all over the place, and I've never rewrote my song. I just listened to the songs that were around me, if that makes sense to y'all. Um, the land will tell you what you need to know. You just have to be listening.
2: Always add layers to young in. <laughs> you might have your story, but the more you hear, adds to yours and then you like put it's the same story but you can add dimensions onto it
1: that's it you know it's like it's like adding adding new chapters and and sometimes whole new books you know you end, you end up with a set <laughs> um but no. you know i i know i know from my own experience that i can watch certain birds and what they eat it's safe for me to eat whereas smaller birds mm. if they eat if they eat things smaller birds have a different system than mine it'll make me sick It's like a a rabbit can eat things that would make me sick. But if I watch a, uh, if I watch a, uh, um, I'm trying to think of one of them here. If I watch a raccoon, for example, a raccoon will eat things that I can eat. Um, Hmm. So so when I go to, when I was in other countries, I would watch the animals and I'd watch the birds. And I, I was with this tribe in Africa and. I walked over and started pulling these berries off and started eating them. And they were all like, going, you know, they thought I was going to drop dead. And uh, one of the elders looks at me and he goes, how did you know you could eat that? And I looked at him and I said, well, why didn't you tell them they could? That's Those are good. <laughs> um, I, had watched, I had watched these larger birds land in the tree and eat this fruit. And I know that if a larger bird can eat it, then I can. Um hmm. So, I mean, it's 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 the way that you look around you and and you start connecting up, um, but you got to be open to it. And that's where the artifice blocks things. You know, everybody's wanting to get online and they want to watch television and they don't understand that that's not living, that is being instructed. Um, It's not even living. It's not even living through a story because they're giving you everything. You're not participating um you're passively sitting there soaking it in so you're not really getting uh, i don't understand what people get from it um it's like sports i don't watch sports anymore i haven't in decades um i don't get anything from it uh, i don't get anything from watching now if you want to if you want to go out and play basketball we can go play basketball i enjoy the physical activity but uh you know it, whether or not i win or not doesn't really make any difference i just enjoy playing ball
3: a lot of us are just way too consumed with winning, and I think that's part of the programming too. You, you don't always have to win. Sometimes it's better to just exist.
0: Mhm.
2: True that. Tom. It's it's how you won. You got to think about how you won, or well, you got to also think about how you lost and learn yeah. from that. That's the trick. Reflection. I think what even Buddha said die. that if you, if you sit down and, and, and meditate and you keep going and going and going and going and going like, like our conversations at the moment, you wouldn't be able to turn around with a, with just an ordinary person who doesn't know any of this and just start talking to them. Cause you'd like, fuck. where do we start? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so at the same point, we have to stop and reflect and turn around and bring everyone else with us. If you go too far, we're just, floating out in the wind with these fucking airheads <laughs> we're all
3: they got out there it's like us and the few other people that are out there interested in these topics and, and broadcasting and writing and stuff like that we're the only ones that are gonna that, that are giving the general masses hope for having an awakening experience or getting back in touch with ancestral knowledge yeah, i know
4: like,
3: like this, said,
2: this, this said, is this is uh, why i'm here now yeah uh, is, uh because
0: General Lee, yeah, because like you said, guys. Said, uh, <laughs> that he was on about earlier, Dan. There's only so much of it that you can look into, and you need to have a little bit of a break and get your balance back.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Well, you know, yeah, one, of my fav- one of my favorite comedians, and I don't know if you guys have heard of him, but one of my favorite comedians was George Carlin. And uh, George That's Carlin nice. had... George Carlin had a really hard ass approach to comedy. And here's where people went wrong. When he was doing his comedy, he was wanting people to think about it. and And instead of looking in the mirror at themselves and reflecting on who they were, they took the they took their finger and pointed it at everybody else. That's not me, that's them. And, and that's, I think that was probably one of George Carlin's biggest disappointments, is people would not look at themselves in the mirror. And instead, they chose to blame everybody
0: else. Mm.
3: Yeah. I know one know? thing, is, uh, it's so much better being older, because when I'm around people that are like in their early 20s, I just feel like, man, they got it, they got it so wrong. Just give them another 10, 20 years and <laughs> don't care about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I'm closer to sixty, brother. <laughs> oh,
4: congratulations!
1: <laughs> <laughs> you all man. <laughs> man. <laughs> would have hated me at twenty-two. I was ten, 10 feet <laughs> tall. <10 foot laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm seriously Hercules, man. So we all are Hercules or fucking Samson, man. We think
3: yeah, we right. and then one day. <laughs> you,
2: that hair gets cut and all that power is gone.
1: <laughs> Mine's gone out. <laughs> I have more hair now than I did when I was 22. Mine goes all the way down to my waist. That's off tap.
2: That's off squash. I'll notice, I always let my, my hair grows really fast, right? It's, it's real, real thick, real wiry, but it's, it's very straight, blonde, right? But, like, it's almost like your hair goes through puberty every fucking, every time it grows back, you know what I mean? <laughs> I get, I get, I get, I get fucking almost of like pimples. That If I let it grow out, completely grow out, maybe I'm more mature a bit. I don't know.
3: <laughs> I wonder the I don't know. of having the long hair versus being bald. Like some, some people, they, their, their spiritual types have long hair. And then in other places it's, it's considered more spiritual to be bald. Mm.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, bald, baldness shows shows like uh, uh, maturity and age as well, you know. Too. It actually. But I don't know. I don't I've never really thought about that. I mean, I don't think every nationality also went bald as well, or every every phenotype went went bald. Do you know what I mean? Like, think- uh, I don't think does South Americans do they grow a beard? You know, do do American Indians grow a beard like a like a like an arab or like a wet a, like a european or i know asians don't grow very big beards but aboriginals grow mad beards but they got really curly hair it's very very rare to see a straight haired aboriginal
1: it's very rare to see a, a a native american with a beard um we, we just don't grow them uh, literally yeah, they just yeah. don't grow but um, do you get both
2: is, is the indians that go bull? No.
1: Well, if they wear hats all the time, they'll get that bald—you know—that that pattern baldness from the hat rubbing. But other than that, no. They, uh, I knew some very old men that, that were in their eighties that they had hair longer than mine.
2: Mm, um, there you go.
1: Yeah.
2: Where the fuck did bald baldness come from? It was a—that's a strange thing, you know. And plus, it's only on the head too. It's not—it's not, it's not yep. anywhere else. It's not the armpits. It's I knew somewhere.
3: it. It's a damn, damn it's, baseball cap.
2: Yeah, you know I wear
1: I've, and I've got the, I've got the little side patches that that have been rubbed off, but but I've got a friend that wears a baseball cap all the time, and he's got a big round bald spot in the back and and a, a bald spot in the front. Um, I told him he's in trouble when they meet. <laughs> <laughs> but you know yeah, something about a, something hope. else something <laughs> about hair? You know, uh, you you brought up Samson. But you know, uh, there is a lot of oral traditions around the world that say that people that grow their hair long, their hair on top of their head, their hair is uh, is uh, like an antenna. It allows you to feel things that you normally couldn't if your hair was short. Yeah, now, I don't I've know if that that. Yeah, I've seen everything. That
2: yeah, I've seen I've seen Aboriginal healers do almost like a like a massage on the skull. And they would slowly drive the energy up to the top of the head, and then they would suck on the top of the hair, the the hair on the very top of the head, and they'd suck that out, and then they would spit, and then they would slowly, very gently bury the spit without touching it. It was uh, but mm-hmm. that would they would draw the energy up to the top of the head and then pull it through the hair. Um but they'd also mm-hmm. use hair as well. you'd you would see this woman pull her hair mm-hmm. out and then spin it on a thigh, <laughs> turn it into string.
3: <laughs> that kind of reminds so. me of Jesus uh, spitting in the mud and then rubbing it in the blind man's eyes so that his vision would come back. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I've, I've, there's, there's, you, you see them the way they do it. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of things with, like I said, uh, like every movement was judged. So even just the way that they would cover the dirt or over the spit was a very particular way. And it was, yeah, it's, you know, some of the things, I mean, this is ancient, ancient practice. Like this is, this could have been practiced for, for, you know, when quote unquote cavemen would run around Europe and that they could have been practicing the same, the, the, the same ideas, you know, the same natural knowledge and, well, you know, we- to witness it now today and then you hear it in the Bible, things like that in the way and you're like, fuck, how ancient, how long have people been doing these little, Quirks, you know, with with spit and mud, <laughs> like it's it's such a fucking <laughs> ancient thing to do, you know.
1: We have a process that's called drawing, call drawing, um, where you're pulling it out, uh, drawing, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, uh, it, 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 we call it drawing, but it's pulling out. And what you do is you spit on your hands, and you literally pull whatever, if it's in the arm or if it's in the leg, you pull it to the extremity, like to the hand or the foot. If it's in the back, you do pull it out through the top of the spine, um, unless it's yeah. well, it's at. But you can pull it out through the bottom of the spine, but it's not recommended. But you literally spit on your hands and you pull it out, and then you take your hands and you wash them in sand. And that takes whatever hmm. it is you pull out of them, and the sand will take it out of your hands so you don't get crippled. I knew some old healers that that had crippled themselves because... They hadn't been taught to let it go. They'd you pull know. it out of they'd pull it out of somebody, but they couldn't get rid of it themselves.
2: Oh, so it like was oh, in that. Say again, General? Yeah, they retain it. They would, so, they would have so to retain okay. it, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. So like it went yeah. in, them, yeah. So that's um, kind of like Green Mile or that big, big um African American gentleman. He uh pulls the like pain and stuff out of people and they heal oh yeah yeah that's right. yeah, yeah oh yeah yeah well and they you do practice
1: they, pra- they practice that in africa too it's not actually you know,
3: i think
2: i've i've heard that same thing that yeah aboriginals will will if they don't i think it's you've got to then put it into a rock and then you throw the rock into the water or then you go and wash off in the water otherwise the same thing uh, this, yep. this, you can see him on YouTube. He's a healer. And he goes, the thing is, though, is I actually, I take that pain or I take that ailment
3: mm-hmm. and then he's
2: sick for a bit. And if he doesn't finish it, yeah, he actually retains that too. And that's, yeah, that's another ancient, so, like ancient, how far back you know, does this stuff go? Yeah. Well, that thing about the rock, the
1: reason why you, if you, if you're not close to water or sand, you, you put it in the rock so it's not, so you're not carrying it, <laughs>
2: mm. yeah. And then they would, and, yeah, yeah, toss it into the water. It's some something to do with the water is a good. Uh, it's I mean I I kind of feel bad about it because you're giving all your bad shit to the water, but apparently the water will then wash it away as with the current, you know, almost like electricity that you can earth it out into the water.
3: I have like to wonder if, it somehow. And, I have to wonder if this is what, like, certain negative entities and demonic beings might feed on. Like, a lot of them feed on that negative energy. I, I, it's got to be the same stuff.
1: Well, you know,
2: they've got to...
3: That's true. Eh? Let's see, I see a lot of that. Yeah.
1: trying to remember what it's called. Um, there's an entity that, that are, that's spoken of around the different tribes here in North America, and it it, it lives in granite that's close to water. Um. It'll live in it'll live in granite where water is running over it. It'll live in granite where there's water running below it. You know, like Yosemite and places like that.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. I think I heard this in in, in uh, Iceland too. I think. But but the, these Iceland. entities will take that
1: negative, and uh, they consider it food. So when you wash oh. your hands in the water when you wash your hands in the water, those entities will pull that into themselves and it's, it's, it heals them in some way. <laughs> and, you know, it's really interesting so too it's when just you talk.
2: adding to the balance. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
1: Sorry. Well, you know, it's like, here. it's like here we, we have uh, the elementals, you know, the wind and, and, and those kind of spirits. And it's not really wind, I guess, but we have the spirits that are elementals. They take care of the plants and the birds and whatever. And then we have the, the shadow people, um, they hang out in the shadows. That's just what they are. But they're not. They're not evil. <laughs> they just don't particularly like light. <laughs> um, I've never seen them cause harm to anybody. It's just they're there.
2: You know. Mm. Yeah, it's it's funny. I always always used to think that too. That uh, Christianity kind of destroyed the balance into one way to only the pure goodness, and yet, uh, it's maybe back in the day they kind of balanced it out and. Kind of, you know, don't feed the animals, kind of thing.
0: <laughs> and no, so they,
2: they kind, you of, they kind but of, they kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, don't fight, don't, don't feed the the wild animals yeah. because they, you know, they'll fucking yeah. hang around you, you know. <laughs> yeah. So may, well, maybe yeah. back in the day they fed them favor. They gave they gave favor to all the entities around you, which is you know, which is what you should do. I mean, the bad entity that you consider bad might just be in their pure nature to be there like that. And it's our discernment and our own free will given by God that gives us the realization, oh, shit, if I practice what that thing's practicing, I would be evil. If I do what this thing is doing, I would be good. So our discernment, our closeness to God gives us the reflection to understand these things. But these natural entities might not necessarily be pure evil or pure good. It's just in their nature.
3: And it always seems to go back to the church and – this this um this mental hypnosis that they put over people to believe that any sort of entity or god or or any culture's gods is automatically a demon.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. I find that often too. Yeah, you're not remote oh, yeah. viewing; it's a demon showing you. You you're not doing <laughs> this; it's a demon. Yeah, uh, all this. You know. Yeah, but, but, but if they're hearing voices,
1: it's an angel. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah that's yeah. I
2: find that too. Yeah, yeah, the whole Lady of Light thing, mm-hmm, yeah. Mother Mary, and then some of them aren't Mother Mary; they're an illusion. Yeah, that one's not real, but this one goes in our favour. So this one's Mother Mary, and, yeah, the whole Lady I'm of Light, of Light thing, I, I find that that's a good reason. For, it's a good that that's a really good uh, subject to point to people and go, well, how come this one's not Mother Mary? And yet, you're fucking the most said prayer on the planet, the Rosary, was given to a Jesuit by a Lady of Light. you know what I mean I'm like where where the fuck did you get that that prayer and they go we got it from Mother Mary a who
3: (laughs) Mm. what about the devil appearing as an angel of light did you guys forget about that Uh, say again oh I'm saying like it says in the bible that the devil can appear as an angel of light so it's like they totally forgot that that could happen well hey
1: I tell you and I, I say this openly and I've said it numerous times in interviews and such but If I have a choice of partying with what they call Lucifer or worshiping whatever that is they call God, being on my knees all day, I think me and Lucifer are going to get to be really good buddies.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've had that
2: experience.
3: That's funny. (laughs) I think that anybody can talk to Lucifer at any time if they so choose.
0: <laughs> well, the problem,
3: the problem that you have is, is Lucifer didn't uh,
1: Lucifer and Satan are complete mistranslations of the Greek and the uh, Canaanite text of the the Hebrews. Um, because Lucifer is just a, an angel of light or the morning light. It, it's really not an entity, so to speak. And Satan, it comes from Shatán, which is the opposer. Um, it'd be like, uh, you know, you're prosecuting attorney, I guess. Um, but when King James translated that, which is what all the evangelicals went crazy over, um, and the Puritans, um, they completely created these two entities. Now have they created topas, you know, energetic beings, um, by, by, by being worrisome and fearful of these two things, they may have, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a self propelled fucking fear, you know. Exactly, um, but they didn't exist when, when the book was translated.
4: Yeah, or or, or maybe.
1: We were talking about – just a little while ago, we were talking about entities that feed on different things. Well, if you go back to some of the old stories of the djinn, some djinn feed on –
3: To record it from my end, I'd, I would have had a, another copy for you, but I didn't think of that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know how much has been missed. Um, I mean, I, I, I didn't. It,
3: it's I just didn't for us, it it's just for us tonight. Everything happened. Well, you for, know what?
1: Yeah. I think it dropped off when uh, Grub dropped off. Right. Well, so I'll we'll just to call again. Yeah, it's,
0: it says right. it's
3: recording now. But
1: I
0: think
3: yeah, it I'm dropped off it when, again. Now, maybe. Um, yeah, but you I mean, know, it's, it's on my end. I mean, it's there's a button that says "stop recording," so I'm assuming it's recording. Yeah,
1: well, you know what's interesting now, is, is every time every time Aramon comes up or or Lucifer, we start having trouble with our electronics. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh. maybe, perhaps that's the opposing force. Perhaps it's uh al shaitan also known as iblis
1: yeah I, you know it's amazing that people don't understand the uh, invasiveness of this whatever it is this energy um you, you can feel it around you you can sense it in other people you can hear it in the way people talk and, the, and you can see it in the way people behave and they think it's normal. It's it's actually quite frightening when you start looking around you. And if you didn't have confidence in yourself, the world today would be a living hell.
3: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Self confidence is like a superpower.
1: Well, and I, you know, I, I I label it as self confidence, but. You know, I know that I am walking the path that I am intended to, and they can throw all the bullshit at me and all the mud at me they want, and I'm just going to pass right on through it. It's not mine to play with.
3: <laughs> I like that. Yes, it's kind of, uh, yeah. If you try too hard to fight it, you it's like a Chinese finger trap. You just get pulled pulled in deeper and deeper.
1: Well, you know, somebody today posted something for me on, on one of my uh, – conversations that i was having and it said you know when you're when you're in a strong current you don't fight the current and you don't even go with the flow you rig your sails and use the wind to go
3: wherever the hell you want (laughs) Uh, from another perspective you might call that like having the holy spirit in you or trusting in god
1: yeah yeah it just depends on what what perspective you come from for me it's it's The nature of what I am, if I try to fight that and I try to go with the flow or I try to go against the current, then I'm defeating the whole purpose of being who I am today. Um, My job is to just pass by. And if you want to ride the wake for a while, I'm more than glad to drag you along with me. Maybe maybe I can get you out of the mud. But if you're going to try to pull me down, I'm going to cut rope.
3: (laughs) I think too many of us out there are, are off the wagon. We're not in the pilot seat. We're just kind of flailing in the mud, hoping to get back on track somehow, and it doesn't really happen until we run into the right situation and we get the magic back.
0: hmm true. Yeah,
1: stuff. You know, it's not hard to get lost and flounder a little bit. The, the trick is is to realize that you're actually floundering. <laughs> A lot of people don't
3: even recognize it. Society as a whole is floundering right now. I mean, they've got us at each other's throats. They use every tactic to divide us, and what seems like good is just more division.
0: That's right. Down the age. That's sort of like the power into to divide us, turn again against each other.
1: Yeah, I mean, truly. and 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 they're they're working ever more uh, what's the word more, ever more diligently at at subdividing the groups even further um, we're lucky in the fact that that we look beyond ourselves and we're starting to find other like minds and we may not agree on everything but we do agree that the world's not the way it's supposed to be and that primary, that primary right there is the reason why all of us are coming together now. And you know, you was talking about the rainbow warriors, or was Grubb talking about them? Um, the rainbow warriors are, are exactly that. It's all the people who said, uh uh-uh, uh, this is not the way my world's going to be. Um, and when it's time, you know, the Hopi say there's going to be a split path. There's going to be the people that stay here in this Ehrmon mess, and then there's going to be those who go back to the way it should be.
3: yeah the uh, uh to, there's some kind of but we were kind of touching on this earlier but along with the technology and the uh materialism there's there's also a vampirism there it's like these these people are vampires and these things are vampires and and not the good kind that clean up our waste for us or take away disease but uh, the the ultimate ultimate in materialism and selfishness that's kind of yeah. another aspect of the aramonic effect too
1: well, and you know the thing about it is, is, is they, they want to suck the life out of you, and they don't realize that it's not in you. It just it, you're in it. <laughs> um, they, they have all these misconceptions, and they think that they have power, and they think that they have authority, and and they do as long as people are afraid to die. And and General and I have talked about this numerous times. And don't get me wrong; they can make your life difficult. They can make like, your life hard. They can they can torture you in ways that most people can't imagine. But here's the thing. They don't understand that once you realize that death is inevitable, then what are they going to do to you?
3: I mean, really? Yeah. Very true. And I've heard stories of people living for a long time because they found some kind of spiritual or alchemical effect, or maybe they just figured things out or, reach some new level of understanding, and they just don't seem to die.
1: Well, you know, I, I always, ever since I was young, you know, we have what we call a vision quest. When you when you come of age, you go on a vision quest. You basically go out and sit by yourself for four days with nothing but water. And uh, when I came back, and ever since then, I have told everyone, I said, I'm going to live to be 150 years old. I don't know how. But uh, when I turn 150, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to leave. Um, now, I, and I still will tell you the same thing. Somehow, I'm going to be here for another <laughs> another 90 years. Um, but I'll be fine. That's the other thing. I'll be I'll be spry. I'll still be doing what I want to do. And I can't explain that one to you either. Um, but I've, I've known it since I was a child. I'm going to live to be 150. And and when I decide to leave, I will just sit down and leave the body. Um, you know, there's monks that have done that over the centuries, but, uh, you know, how it's going to work. I couldn't tell you, but I tell you, I feel younger now than I did 10 years ago. And that's the truth. Um, I don't know why. It could be my diet. It, 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 there's a lot of things that could be affecting it. You know, my own attitude about things. But I, I feel younger now than I did when I was in my twenties.
3: I hope I you know, hope that my, I, when I'm six, in my sixties.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Me
3: too. Don't,
1: no, don't me. get me wrong. My, I, uh, my, my. <laughs> sorry, guys all right yeah, my sinuses are draining but you know for me yeah my knees hurt a little bit my ankles hurt a little bit and you know what i do i just tell them shut up we got stuff to do <laughs> um, <laughs> and they they know they, they, pain and discomfort is not natural and i understand that so when i start feeling pain somewhere i look around to see who's giving it to me because they don't have the right does that make sense? Yes. Um, you know, it, I was at work the other day, and, and man, I kept getting this twinge in my back. And my back doesn't hurt. My back is fine. But I kept getting this twinge in my back. Finally, I turned around, and there were two people talking, and one of them was staring at my back. You should have seen their shock and dismay when I turned around and looked them right in the eyes. And uh, my back quit hurting. My back quit hurting. Um, you know, there's there's a type of vampirism. They don't feel well, so they don't want you to either.
0: Also, do you, do you think like it was, it was intentionally trying to cause you uh, discomfort and pain? Yeah.
1: There's a lot of people that do yeah. that to you. Um, you'll have somebody who, who, who acts like they're overly friendly and they'll rub your back and then your back hurts for the next week. They're trying to dump whatever they had off on you. People need to be aware of this stuff. Um, you know, it's like when you're in the, uh, you're in a sporting event and you turn around and you look right at the person who was staring at you. <laughs> um, you'd have never, you'd never been able to do that if they weren't projecting toward you. Um,
0: that, mate. It's like you can tell when somebody's staring at you, you. Yeah.
1: And you know, if somebody's staring at you with ill intent, you know, like focusing on your back or whatever, all of a sudden your back starts hurting. they don't have the right to do that. And I've, I've always had the same saying, if somebody's going to do that to me, they can have that back plus everything else on my body that hurts. <laughs>
4: um,
1: they don't have the right. They don't have the right to do that to you. And a lot of people have forgotten these things. You know, that's what Grub and I was was talking about earlier. People have forgotten these things do work. People call it magic. They call it good magic, bad magic, whatever. But when somebody is trying to cause you harm or trying to dump their misery or their anguish or their pain off on you, they don't have the right to do that. Now, if you voluntarily take it to get rid of it for them, that's one thing. But nobody has the right to to dump it off on you. I don't care if it's on TV or if it's the president or if it's your wife. They don't have that right. Um, now, you can share pain. That's that's the reason why you get married, and so that you can share pain. But you also share the joy and the
3: happiness. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. That these are very wise words.
1: Oh sure. Know if I'm wise, but, but but people will do this to you. I mean, you'll be in a, a, a grocery store. You don't you don't know anybody that's around you, and all of a sudden you'll get a, a kink in the back of your neck. You'll turn around and somebody will be looking at you. And right then you focus your intent, and you in your head you don't have to say a word to them. You will not do this to me. Take it back and give it back to them. You want to see somebody shocked. Some some people will stagger when you give it back to them. But uh, they've got no right to do this to us. And what I've noticed is, is that it's becoming, more, uh, it's becoming more of an issue lately.
3: I, I knew this one guy, right? He was kind of a, a young guy, very cocky, and he was a, kind of a troublemaker, and he was really into magic. And he was messing with a lot of people. But one day he, he messed with the, the wrong girl because this girl was a witch and she found some way to turn it all back on him. And this guy got jacked up. I mean, he got destroyed. I don't know how it happened, but this stuff works and it's scary sometimes.
0: Still there with this yeah, there's, um Yeah, you know, there's a lot of um, slippery characters out there, slippery. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: You know, It's like the guys who who want to be a guru, but they'll charge you uh, $5,000 to come to their week-long adventure. And then you come out of it, and you feel really great for a few days. And then slowly but surely over the next 30 days or maybe 90 days, you're reading his books, and you're looking at his sigils, and you keep feeling worse and worse. Sometimes it's psychological. Sometimes it's emotional. And what they don't understand is if he was a real guru, he wouldn't charge you.
3: And people just don't think about it. These are the these are the types that are out there. These people that they they have some kind of occult knowledge and they immediately just start using it to get money or sex or just get attention from people. But it, it's it's kind of the same thing we we're talking about earlier. It's it's a form of vampirism. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, you know, in, in my family, you know, I don't know if I can. I don't have anybody else but me and and my and my younger's. Um, So I I don't feel bad about saying it now, but my family always had this philosophy. If you're going to try to jump, dump your misery or your pain or your anguish, your fear, anxiety, whatever off on one of us, then you're going to get it back seven times seven. um, Because you didn't have the right to do it. And especially since all you had to do was ask us and and we would have helped you. You see what I mean? Um, My family make medicine, different kinds of medicine, even. Um, so if you asked us to help you, we would, but if you're just going to force it on us to get rid of it, you don't have that right. And a seven times seven, and you know, there's a lot of old Wicca and a lot of old pagan practices, um, and even modern what they call witchcraft or chaos magic. There's a lot of them that hold that tradition. If you're going to try to cause harm, when you're found out, it's going to come back on you seven times seven um and and that's how your friend got messed up brother <laughs> that makes perfect He's old. sense He's old school whatever he did she gave it back to him seven times seven times um so yeah i imagine he didn't come out of that very well
3: <laughs> no no this this guy he went from being kind of on top of the world to just <laughs> it, it was like a, a force of nature against him and i i've I can imagine this happens a lot more than we realize but we just think oh this person's getting canceled or et etc cetera, et cetera, but what might be happening is that it's an extreme case of karma or, or something of that nature and it's it's catching up to this person and uh something well, to do with her go
1: ahead well, some karma is instant you know some karma is instant because some people actually do feel guilt but here's the other thing what if she was his karma <laughs> yeah, you know he got by with it until it was just he knew better he got by with it and then he ran across the one person that was going to give him his karma instantly <laughs> you know it's not always divine intervention or, or, or a random act of miracle sometimes it's a person that you just happen to run across at the right time
3: yeah. i think i think That's it's like, always so, so. catch up to somebody maybe not in this lifetime but maybe the next and a lot of these people that are in control of the world these nefarious individuals that own the energy companies and things of that nature they they might get it in the next life they might get it you know a, lot, a long time from now but it's coming to them and it's coming to them in spades the reason why they're
1: I mean, you know, they, they try to create fear of death in everybody else. They try to they try to create create fear of death in everybody else. But if you look at the way they behave, they're the ones that are really afraid to die because they know they have something to answer for.
3: Maybe that's why they use that's the skull, uh, skull and bones or the pyreploid.
0: Yeah, all adrenochrome. Uh-huh.
1: Well, and... You know, the old story is, is that 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 particular group doesn't have to die. They figured out a way to either force somebody else out of their body or to co-inhabit. So some of them, the reason why the, the story is, is the reason why some of them are so psychopathic. You know, I call them anal retentive psychopaths. But the reason why they're so psychopathic is because they haven't died and they haven't gone through that cleaning process for centuries. Instead, they have forced other entities' uh, essences out of a a, a corporal body and took the body from them. Well, you know, now now there's some more karma that they're adding.
0: Yeah, I I guess that is uh, linking things back to the inbred British royal family. Yeah, yeah, you know,
1: well, the inbreeding might be part of it, um i'm sure that if they could find somebody that was compatible they they would take that body too i mean i don't think they would be that particular but i do notice that they stay really close to their cousins um yeah well and that would be a safe way of doing it wouldn't it if you wanted a body just take take one of your younger cousins bodies when you're old and about to die
3: in a way they're playing a game of delaying their karma and just letting it build up
0: and, yeah, and you I know, mean, that's. The... You know, well, I think um, about it I say Hara. Hara. Prince Hara, the ginger one. Well, three of them ginger. But well, okay. uh, he married Meghan Merkel. What her name is. their cousins.
3: Yeah. Creepy stuff.
0: It is very oh. creepy.
1: Well, think about it. You know, all of us are all of us, all of us, most of us. Let me say it that way. Come to the realization that death is just death. It's a rebirth. It's a it's a it's the end of one cycle and the beginning of another. And we go through and we get ourselves cleaned out. We spend some time in our Akashic and we might meet our higher self and find some balance. There's a lot of different ways it's described. You know, my people said that we sit with the elders but uh, the whole thing here is, is these people don't do that. So they're not getting cleansed. They're not getting balanced. And when they come back, it, it, taking another body, then they've not gone through that process. And it just makes them more psychopathic.
0: Well, you know. That's,
3: that's, some, that's some real shit right there.
0: <laughs> and, and it's actually,
1: you can find the stuff written in grimoires. And if you look at what Tavistock and Montauk did, they were, actually, they were actually developing artificial means to force people out of their bodies to allow something else to occupy it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what happens with uh, channelers, too. Sometimes they take it too far and they allow something to fully protect them and they you know, just take it on in full force.
1: Well, you know, and it scares me when somebody doesn't know the difference between invocation and evocation. (laughs) Um, You know, they're supposed to be practicing magic and they're supposed to be into the occult. And they don't know that invocation is inviting something in, whereas evocation is inviting something to visit.
3: (laughs) Yeah, and that sort of thing can happen. Unexpectedly through strange means, as well, you know, you use certain names or phrases, and it's like a spell, it just seems to bring something into you.
1: Well, think about all the sigils that they put in video games. What are these kids getting? Those are sigils, that's spellcraft in those video games, and those kids are absorbing it hours on end. So, what are they actually absorbing?
3: yeah I've noticed that i because I'm a gamer myself um I was of kind of of that generation and it never really stopped and I've noticed in recent years there's maybe not even recent years it's probably always been going on, but there's always this heavy amount of occult stuff in these video games, just like you say it's on the on the walls or it's in the characters and stuff like that and it it does indeed make you wonder if whoever's making these games are connected to something and it has to do with bringing these entities in, or whatever these people are into, with all their CERN and their, you know, intoxifying the environment. It it, it does feel sometimes like they're bringing their parents in, or <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it might be
1: something like Cthulhu. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. Something like that. Go ahead. Where you at General? <laughs> General?
1: Did we lose? Him?
0: No, I'm sorry, I was just getting a drink. Sorry.
1: Sorry. Oh, I was... That's who yeah. was glugging. We... That's glugging in the background. I got you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I brought
1: my coffee you? and I brought my coffee and water out with me.
3: <laughs> Guys, I, I think um I've been on here for about two hours and five minutes and I had the time of my life, but I think I'm going to go ahead and, and let you two gentlemen uh, conclude the conversation and and do some time yourselves. I, I thank you very much for inviting me on this program, but I think I'm ready to uh, uh, retire and uh, have a drink. <laughs>
0: no hey uh, Dan, do you want to let everybody you. know where they can get old, you mate?
3: Absolutely, and and Raven, a tremendous conversation, and uh, I, I feel free to hit me up because I, I definitely. You know, li- like to invite you on my show i i know lee he's you know he's a sport and we kind of uh we exchange guests and ideas and things of that nature and you know he's he's always uh always been very cool about letting me kind of poach his guests a little bit and that's why he's so tremendous because he's he, he he's for the greater good and i always love coming on his show and i'll, I'll Brother, always say yes always make time for him go ahead
1: i've been oh, thanks I've, time, you. I've been watching Goes too, so uh, send compliments back your way.
3: <laughs> oh, I, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I appreciate you, and I—I I had a tremendous time. I think this was a, a, a awakening experience for me, and I, I thank you both. And anybody who wants to listen to my show, endofdaysradio.com dot com. You can get me wherever you can get podcasts. I should be on everything, including Spotify and I Heart radio and things of that nature. Follow me on Twitter. At Ninja Shoes. You can catch End of Days Radio on Instagram, as well as Parlor, as well as, geez, all the other ones I can't even think of right now. I'll try to be more active. I love you guys from the Broken Ruins. Love you too, have no, a good mate. Speak to you soon, mate. Speak to you soon.
0: Good night, guys. See you soon, mate. Bye.
3: Bye. Well, General, you had a heck Another of a group big, tonight. Yeah.
1: Hey, yes, you had a heck right, of a group yeah. tonight. <laughs>
0: yes, mate. Uh, you've been okay, mate.
1: All right, doing all right. You know, I've listened to. I, I don't listen to all of his shows, but I do like the end of day's radio. I really do. Um, I yeah, highly I, recommend. I highly recommend his programs to people.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've had Dan on uh, my show a few times. He's he's brilliant, Dan. He really is. Um, but I mean, if you want to go on his show, mate. He, he mentioned earlier that he would be more than happy to have you on and i think that would make a fascinating episode be fun uh, i'm
1: game to talk to anybody
0: um yeah, as long sure.
1: as we're having a con as long as we're having an honest conversation and we're trying to spread knowledge to people we yeah. can disagree we can disagree on things that's fine um, and we can actually have a philosophical argument, not yelling at each other. We can we can present our points and do what what we do. I mean, as long as we've got people like that with us, man, we can't lose.
0: No, I know, mate. I know. <laughs> but, I think uh, it's like you're saying. You can have disagreements, but you can still have um, a conversation, can't you? You know, it's.
1: We come from so many different streets and alleyways that we're going to disagree about things. There's no way that we yeah. won't. But I'll go back to what I said. The primary thing that I've noticed with the group that's gathering around all of us is that we see the world is not right. And they're not going in the right direction. And that common thread is enough, brother. It is my – it is –
0: that's what it's all about, David, isn't it? That's
1: what it's all about. Yeah. Well, you know, and and he even hit on the fact that these are these are generational issues that go all the way back past Rome. You know, um, and, and you and you're gonna have to do the bloodlines one of these days. Um but uh I, I put a podcast up, but I have to tell you, you know, after we talked the last time, and I kind of went through all the different families and their connections through Austria, yeah. back to back to Rome and Greece. Guess what I found, General? You know oh, that oh, double mate. that double eagle we see all the time.
0: Carved oh, yeah. it's on the. Do you mean the one that's on like the Polish flag, stuff like
1: that? Yes, and it's also on the the flag of the Netherlands. It's also on the flag of Austria. <laughs> it's, not a double, it's not a double eagle. It's a double phoenix. And guess where it goes back to? It goes all the way back to Inki Of the Anunnaki. All right. So, I have tracked it back through bloodlines. And yes, it goes through Alexander the Great. It goes back through Agamemnon. It goes back to gilgamesh and then it goes back to ink which was one of the brothers that came down from the heavens he was one of the rulers now here's the interesting thing are these people actually a actual bloodline from enki or are they just claiming it that's what you can't distinguish you know with gilgamesh he's so far back in time it's very possible that he might have actually been a direct descendant. But are all these people who are now flying this flag descendants? They don't seem like it. No.
0: I think a lot of them, mate, in my opinion, a lot of them are uh, full of bullshit Raven, Sorry for swearing, mate. Oh, well, no. thought well, you know,
1: name stealers. You know, throughout yeah,
0: spot on throughout throughout history,
1: they have been even Herodotus talked about the name stealers that intermarried into families and then took their wealth and their names. Um, you know, very very good example. If you look at modern history, uh, most people that that listen to you and I both would would know John F. Kennedy, right? Yes. Yeah. John F. Kennedy really didn't become much until after he met Jacqueline Bouvier. Right. And Jacqueline Bouvier is from one of the bloodline families in Europe. So are the kidneys Holy that shit. matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and you can go throughout history and look at these men. Hitler, for example. Hitler really didn't do anything until the female showed up. And, and you can go right on through history and you can look at the, the males and when did they come to prominence? When did they come to power? After they were married into one of these bloodlines, or actually one of the bloodlines married them. Now, some of them were actually part of the bloodline, you know, like the Kennedys. The Kennedys go all the way back. But John Kennedy didn't really gain much power until – Jackie married him. Um, And and that's something that's in common. You know, the Merovingians spread out by doing just that. They had so many daughters that they married into all these families and took over the territories, but they used their daughters to do it. And that's where people, I don't think the power is in the men. I think the power is in the females.
0: I I will agree with you, though, mate. Do you know? It's funny to say that, uh, Raven. Another example is uh, Cleopatra.
4: Yes.
1: Until, until, ch- uh, until Mark Antony and Cleopatra got together, his power wasn't consolidated. You know, <laughs> and, and, and then you go back to Nef- Nefertiti. I mean, you should just keep going. I mean, Agamemnon, his, his power wasn't consolidated until he took a wife. The one that they call Solomon, his power wasn't consolidated until he had the right wife.
0: Is that? He had loads of wives in there.
1: Huh? Solomon. Yeah. Well, he had a bunch of wives. Yeah. But until he married the queen of Bathsheba, his power didn't consolidate. Bathsheba. Oh, shoot, yeah. So, I mean, we can go all the way back in history, you know, um, Agamemnon until he took a wife out of the Mediterranean, he didn't consolidate his kingdom. Um, <laughs> um I mean, it, 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 it's just too many throughout history, all the way back as far as we can track. Um, for it not to be, it can't be a coincidence. <coughs> Just like the double eagle is not a double eagle. It's a double heli, a double phoenix. And it comes all the way from Byzantine Empire, um, uh, Alexander the Great. Um, it, it comes out of uh, Egypt and then goes back to Akkadia and Samaria. And then it goes straight back to one of the Anunnaki princes, which is Enki. Yeah, yeah. Um. so I, in order to be able to trace it back that far through all of our ancient writings it, 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 generally it can't be a coincidence they, these people either are the bloodlines or they're what they've been called throughout history name stealers and they're trying to steal the blood right
0: yeah yeah that's why I think it is with this lot now well and
1: you know Vlad the Impaler double phoenix the original dragon emperor had a double phoenix um so you know these bloodlines that that i tracked and you and i had talked about these are accurate but but you know um throughout history they've been called name stealers so uh, i got a feeling that we have some real bloodlines in there and those might be the ones you, you know you and i were talking about how it seems like they're making war on each other constantly Um, you've got the ones that you can tell that are just doing it out of greed and power and avarice, but then you have the other ones that seem to be very subtly working against them. Um, We may still have have some of the real bloodlines in there. Um, It's just like uh, New York Patriot and I was talking about. Inside the temples, you have two very divided factions that oftentimes are working against each other.
0: Yeah, it's like then um, I don't believe they're all uh, nefarious uh, and uh, ill-intent towards
1: us. I don't think so either. No. Um, I, I think the ones that have gotten so – well, back to what we were talking about. The ones who have refused to die and cleanse off that karma um, have gotten so sociopathic and psychopathic that they don't even see what they're doing is not the right way to do it. And in the meantime, the ones that are truly following the bloodlines and just reincarnating are, have been trying to work against them all this time. Yeah. Um, and it's obvious if you look at the way things have been played. Um, but, you know, it's, like it's kind of like going to a casino. You might win money for a very, very long time, but eventually the casino is going to figure you out, and the, yeah. house never, the house never loses.
0: Yeah, you could all lose on you.
1: Um, and you know these people might think that they're controlling the house, but <laughs> this house is a lot bigger than they are. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Well, I mean, you, you look at what they've just done, and you know, I sent you that link to to my podcast about the uh, Sandy Hook issue. Um, they're trying to intimidate people into shutting their mouths by going after somebody who is famous and has money. Um, is that the link link um, you sent
0: us tonight yeah um yeah. They're
1: Sorry, actually, yeah well they put alex jones on trial for defamation and they made a big show of it and and you know basically i said it's two things it's a threat to people like us who won't shut up and keep telling the truth and keep seeking knowledge and revealing it um But, you know, look at what my response was. You're going to threaten me? No, 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 no. I'm just going to do a podcast, and I'm going to put it all out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And we have to. We We can't let them intimidate us or back us down. And the other thing, too, and I know you've heard me say it in one of my podcasts, but people that listen to us need to understand there's an old treaty. And if you, you have to verbalize it, but if you verbalize that treaty and you point out that you're protected under that treaty, and they have no right to interfere, they have no right to cause you or those that you're in charge of harm, and they have no right to deny you what you need. Now, I didn't say anything about anything extra. They have no right to deny you your needs under this treaty, and it goes all the way back to Inky, by the way. Um, <laughs> they, they can't. They can't. And, and in my podcast, people have heard me say this. I know what the treaty is, and I live by it. And they best, by God, live by it, because they've already broken it so many times, I don't know what the consequences will be for them. But yeah. uh, as long as the treaty is in effect, they cannot shut me up. It's against the rules.
0: Well, Raven, <laughs> I mean, it's like you said, they can try and stop, but they're never going to stop us, are they? As much as the bullshit of them um, interfering with when we do all calls like that last week, three of us on it, me and Brandy, but they were showing five people in it.
1: I know, I know. You know, it, it was. You know, I saw that, and I'm like, we had two special guests, and they didn't even announce themselves. Shame on them. <laughs> yeah, and you, they, you weren't, noticed they weren't it in- first. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they weren't invited. <laughs> But you know they should have joined the conversation. It might have been fun. I know, but at least I said something. You know, um, crazy, mate. Uh, you know it's. It, here's the thing, though: the treaty is in effect, and those that I take personal charge of and personal interest in, they have no right to interfere, and they do not have any right to. Now, they can prevent people from hearing me by blocking it, but they can't pre- prevent me from talking. Um, sure and, and 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 they know this. The treaty is that old. Um, so I, I call on the treaty. They cannot break that treaty. And, uh, you know, they've already broke so much of it now. I don't know exactly, but here's the thing. Most people don't understand what that treaty entails. You know, we are sovereigns. We are not slaves and they have no right to treat us that way unless we let them. Right. Yes, mate. Yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway, they, they've pulled people over the centuries into believing that, that they're subjects in one way or the other. You know, subjects to the economy, subject, subjects to the governments, whether it be religious or secular. And that's not true. We are sovereigns, and that treaty protects us. And if they don't honor that treaty, I imagine when the true bloodlines come back, they're going to have to answer for it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay,
0: get you, mate.
1: 100%. Well, and you know, it goes back to what we were talking about. You know, the, the, the Gnostic nihilists want to destroy enough to get the gods to come back. And the uh, Sabbatine Frankists want to be evil and heinous enough that they can force the hand of their god. Well, I'm afraid they're not going to like that very much if they're flying that double, that double phoenix. Because Inky protected people. He didn't destroy them. Right.
0: It was it
1: was the Enlil who destroyed? Enlil was the one that didn't like us very much because there were just too many of us and we were noisy. Um, noisy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, apparently he didn't he didn't like us having sex is is the way the story goes. But uh, um, and if you look now, here's the thing: if you look at some of the way these these bloodlines behave, they behave like Enlil all the time. They're constantly making war on humanity and the planet in one way or the other, but then you look at some of the other parts of the bloodlines, and're they they are truly philanthropic, and they are truly trying to heal what they're able. Um, It's that crazy balance, Yeah, yeah You know, my sincere hope is is that people like you and New York and all the other ones that are starting to gather around these individual groups and coming together. I, 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 my personal hope is is that we're able to skew the balance the other way. And since the treaty is in effect, they can't shut us up. Now, they control the Internet so they can keep people from hearing us. But that doesn't seem to be happening either. <laughs> it seems like the more they try to interfere, um, the more followers I end up getting. <laughs>
0: How about you? <laughs> it seems that way, mate. I think it's happening, having the opposite effect. Um, I mean I certainly can't complain. Yeah, I di- you know. I didn't I mean I started my show run at like mid November last year and I didn't expect it to get to the where it has got at all.
1: <laughs> well, you know, if you if you're honest and you're sincere and you just be yourself, you know I've talked about this, then people are going to yeah. pick up on it not putting on airs we're not wearing masks we don't have wigs on um and you know you take us the way we are because we're not changing (laughs) yeah
0: yeah it's true that mate um it is what it is
1: that's it brother i know you're getting way up into the morning hours brother um we need to do this again soon though
0: yeah, yes, mate. Uh, well, i tell you what, mate. Before you go, uh, do you want to let everybody know where they can get older, please, Raven, sir?
1: Absolutely. You can always find me on Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, Spreaker.com, and it's uh, either under Raven Kiefer or no apologies, enough said. And I do have a YouTube channel that has a lot of fantastic playlists on it if you're looking for occult and esoteric knowledge, and that would be Raven Kiefer on YouTube. Nice one, mate. Nice one. Uh, I'm going to stop recording now then maybe one minute.